Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Opera and Coffee podcast. I am your host, Candace Shaughnessy, and we had quite the uh, storm last night in New York City, but it is now sunny and happy and humid. It's humid. Those of you who know me know how I feel about humidity. There's a reason I don't live in the South, friends. Anyway, so today on the podcast, what this is actually one of the few times I am doing this podcast completely out of a moment of inspiration, because I'm usually a planner, but I had a moment of inspiration today. So today we're going to talk about the art of the no. The art of the no. Uh, because I keep forgetting to say this, if you like what you are listening to, please visit me at www.candashaughnessy.com and there you will find information on how to book me to sing and uh, how to study with me in voice. I do specialize mostly in classical voice and in musical theater singing. So uh, you can check that out if you feel like it. So the art of the no. So I want to preface this episode by saying that, again, as I've said so many times before, I understand that everybody is in a different situation, financially, physically, emotionally, mentally. So some of this information may not apply to you right now. I'm trying to cover all my bases, but I certainly understand if a lot of this information does not apply to you at this time of your life. Um, But this is something that I have basically chosen to enter into practice with. I am a yes girl. I have said yes to many things in my life and been very happy that I said yes to many things in my life. Um, However, I am a person that is classic for saying yes to too many things in my life and then feeling badly that I can't do everything as well as I feel like I should be doing it. I apologize. I live next to Broadway, so we're going to get some sirens. It's just how it is. So I will say this. At the beginning of your career, you need to say yes a lot. And you need to say yes a lot for a few reasons. Uh, You need to build a network. You need to build a group of people who know, like, and trust you. And know, like, and trust that you're going to do the job and do it well. Um, You also need to from a very purely logistical standpoint, make enough money to live. You need to say yes to a lot of, you know, private students so that you can pay your bills and pay your student loans and all of those kinds of things. You also need to build your resume. You need to get roles on your resume. You need to build up enough experience so that later you can pick and choose what you want to do. But until that point, you have to prove that you can do it in the first place. And the last reason, and probably, you know, the most obvious reason is it's a way for you to practice your art consistently. And I'm speaking in very general terms here, but this goes for anyone going into a performance career, a teaching career, or even not a performance or teaching career, any career in the arts. And you could even say outside of the arts, you have to say yes a lot when you're young and you have the time and energy to do so because you need to say yes a lot. (laughs) And that goes without saying. Um, 
However, there is a point, and this is different for everyone, where yes does not work in your favor anymore. I discuss this a lot with my students, and I discuss this a lot with my clients, but starving artist mentality is one of the most dangerous things that we can fall into as artists because there is this mentality that you should take all of the opportunity that you're given. Sometimes it's because you need the money and that's fine. If you need this, the money at that some point in your life, that's fine. Then take a lot of gigs, take a lot of opportunity, say yes a lot. So you have the money to live comfortably. But for other people, it isn't all about the money. It, for me, definitely in my 20s, it was also about being grateful because I was very much imbued with this um, white Anglo-Saxon Protestant mentality that I should be grateful for my talent and that I should be giving of my talent. And if I wasn't giving and grateful of my talent, then you know, I was just squandering it and I was, you know, I was in a very, I was very religious when I was younger and I thought that, you know, that was just not good for the Lord for me to do that and all of that ridiculous nonsense that now I know is not helpful thought processes, but that's beyond the point. Um, and sometimes your family will guilt you into it because they'll be like, but you, we want you to be generous, but this, but that, but the other thing. One thing I want all of my young artists to keep in mind is, yes, you love this job. Yes, you love what you do. Yes, you love making art. And yes, you are good at it. But it's a job, a J-O-B that you get paid for. And because it's a J-O-B that you get paid for, you have the right to say no if it is something that doesn't pay you enough. Because if a plumber came into your house and you said, but you should just be grateful to do this work, that plumber would roll his eyes or roll her eyes and walk right out. Like, no, we're not doing that. We're not playing that game. But this happens in the arts because of a lot of societal factors and disrespect of our work. So because of that, we have to create the boundaries and we have to create the mentality around this that basically says, listen, You've got to pay me for my time. You've got to pay me decently. And sometimes if I don't want to do something and I'm not going to be happy doing it, I am not going to torture you with my presence. <laughs> That's another piece of it. Please accept, my friends, that you are limited. You are limited in your ability. Um, I think we, in some ways, college does us a disservice. Because college teaches us that you should be, you know, doing work study at night and taking 19 credits and doing this and doing that and, you know, working a job outside of school, whatever. And in order to make it work, it's the pull yourself up by the bootstraps mentality. And in the arts, I know for me, like when I was a junior in college, I was teaching private lessons. I was teching marching band. I was working in a co in the costume shop at school and I was taking an overload of classes <laughs> for my music education degree. And I look back on that now and I laugh because I'm just like, how did I do all of this? I was so young. <laughs> but 
in reality, that's kind of what they make you do in college. Like, and they being just like society, because it's expected that that's how you function as a musician. Cause you just love it so much. You must want to do it 24 seven. Again, it's a job, and you are a limited human. You are human, not a God. And because you are human and not a God, you can only do so much. There is a point, my friends, where quantity will really hurt the quality. The amount of things that you do will really hurt the quality of what you do. So one of the questions I get from a lot of my students and clients is, when do I start to say the word no? When do I start to say no to things? Because I'm so worried about, you know, that they're, I'm going to disappoint people. I'm going to hurt people. I will be seen a certain way, whatever. And I say this, and this is different for everyone. When you are unable to do the thing to the best of your ability, and it will not hurt you too much financially. Okay. That's when it's time to say no. If it's something that you really dislike doing and you could make room in your schedule, could being the operative word here, um, but it's not something you absolutely love doing, there's going to be a little bit of resentment in whatever you're doing. So if it's not going to hurt you too much financially, maybe that's something you say no to. Um, another piece of advice, start small. Whenever you start to say no to things, start small. Okay. Start small, start by saying no to small projects that are low impact. When you get more comfortable saying no, then start to say no to bigger and bigger and bigger things. And I always get the, but what if they write me off? They hate me. They don't want, you know, whatever. And here is something that I always ask that student or client. Do you want to work with somebody who does not respect your boundaries? Cause that's part of the question that we are asking. Like if they don't respect your boundaries, sorry, my cat's meowing in the other room. <laughs> um, if they don't respect your boundaries, then you probably do not want to work with that person. Less is more. I think that might be blitz. He probably wants to play. <laughs> Less is more. Um, uncomplicate your life as much as humanly possible. Because over time as an artist, you're going to find what lights you up and therefore what lights up other people through you. And if there are things that don't light you up inside, maybe it's time to start letting those things go. I taught beginner piano for a very long time to put food on my table. I started teaching piano lessons when I was 19 years old, beginner piano. I'm not a pianist by any stretch. I am a functional, I can functionally play the piano, but I am no pianist. And it just, I never had a passion for it. I was always very like middle of the road with it. I was like, eh, it's playing piano. Like it's fine. I was neutral about it. And while I was very, very skilled at teaching beginner piano, I was very skilled. I had a lot of students. It never lit me up. And 
I think, especially in our field, that's a little bit dangerous. If you are doing a job in the arts that doesn't light you up, maybe ask yourself some hard questions. Because, and especially if you are teaching and you are trying to um, help the next generation to love and appreciate and make art, that might be something you want to consider. They are going to pick up on your resentment and your boredom and your anger. So it's best if you can put your best foot forward consistently. So I'm going to give you some scenarios here. I really think that there's two scenarios of saying no. Um, and I want to state them and then dissect them. So the first scenario, someone asks you to do something. So somebody like sends you um, an email and says, hey, would you be willing to take on this teaching job? Before you say yes to that job, really consider if you want to take it on. And take your personal life into account too. I'm classic for this. Um, you know, I'm renovating an apartment this summer and it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. I need like a few full blank days a week to do it. Um, and it's not easy and it's kind of backbreaking and it's exhausting and I have to travel to another borough. And, you know, these are things that I have to keep in mind every time I say yes to things. It's like, how much energy and effort is that going to take me? Because I'm also renovating an apartment. That, that's the season of my life that I'm in right now. That's, that's just where I'm at seasonally. So I cannot take on a lot of other things at this moment. And because of that, um, I am not doing too much outside of that. Okay. Um, if you come to a no for any reason, including this is something you just like don't enjoy doing, um, thank the person first and then say no. Always thank somebody. Always thank somebody. You can also offer to pass the info on to a colleague. Respect if that person says no to passing on the information as well. Um, if you're going to say no, always respect another person's no. You know, I feel like that should go without saying, but. Second scenario is you can't possibly do something anymore. Like you've done it and you've done it for a very, very long time. And you just can't possibly say no, or you can't say yes to that thing anymore in your schedule. Then create a decent passing of the power. Okay, make it easy. Thank them for the opportunity and then pass the power on to another person. Remember when you say yes to something, you are saying no to something else. This takes practice. Get used to disappointing other people. There's also this mentality that if something is not a hell yes, it's a no. And I just want to say that I think that was a part of a Mark Manson article that came out not that long ago. I don't necessarily agree with that. I think that if it's not a hell yes, um, then consider that there are other pieces to the puzzle. Like financially, 
is it a no? Um, physically, is it a no? Um, or do you need something else to give you that yes? Or do you need to say yes because of your finances? All legitimate questions to ask. As usual, my friends, uh, the conclusion of another podcast. If you would like more information on me, www.candishaughnessy.com. And I will see you all. Well, I won't see you. I will talk to you all next time. Sing strong, friends.